0: Let's rejoice and be glad Hallelujah 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 Praise God Praise God Praise God I greet you In the lovely name of the Lord Jesus Christ Amen I'm turning to the book of Luke, chapter number 4. If you'll stand for the reading of the word. And I'll be reading verse 18 and 19. I would ask you to especially pray for our churches in uh, South America. Uh, They are, they have not allowed the younger people get the vaccine till just now and COVID is raging. Uh, Bishop Fuentes was talking to me about one of the pastor's son from the UPC church in South Chile had met and was marrying a uh, young lady from one of the UPC churches in Colombia. He went to columbia to get married he got covid and then within five days he passed away never got to get married so they are really really having it but i know a god who's able i said i know a god who's able i know a god who can bind it hallelujah lord luke the fourth chapter verse 18 and 19 Jesus speaking The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Pastor, will you pray? Amen, and you may be seated. I would like to speak on the subject of anointing. Anointing. Pastor and I rode together a week ago to the men's conference, and uh, I told him how I had been dealt with about anointing. You know, the denominal world doesn't even know what the anointing was and is. Amen. You know, we anoint with oil. The oil is a type of the spirit. It is uh, historically, this was amazing to me, the custom literally came from shepherds. Whose sheep and rams would get lice. The lice would be so bad, especially in their ears, that they would die. That was amazing to me. So the shepherds started putting oil on the sheep, and the lice could not get the grip to stay. And from that, the custom of anointing with oil came about. I would like to... I'm going to take a little time here. I want to build a very strong foundation. I want you to leave different than you came. I think you've got a false perception. We think... The anointing is about us. But the anointing is not about us. I would like to refer to this scripture again. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to shout and dance and feel the Spirit and have a good time. It's not about you. The anointing is about who you touch, who you minister to. Jesus said, he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has anointed me to heal the brokenhearted. Doesn't sound like he was in it for what he could get out of it. I'm really trying to, I want to go slow here because I don't want you to miss it. Church is too much about us and what we can get out of it. We say, hey, we had anointed service. Oh, did you preach to the poor? Did you heal the brokenhearted? Did you bring deliverance to the captive? Amen. I'm telling you, and I really want you to hear me. The anointing. I feel so much Holy Ghost. It's hard for me to get it all out. The anointing, as I said, is not about us. But the Lord spoke to me so clearly. And he said to me, I'm trying to bring the church to a place of anointing. But they've got to understand what anointing is really about. It's not that I could feel good. But I can minister to somebody else. Anointing is a setting apart. Amen. Do you think we've been set apart for ourselves? No. We've been set apart to minister. Oh, please hear me. Anointing is prophetical. When they took oil, and anointed a future king, they were prophesying that that king was going to ascend to the throne. David is a classic example because he was anointed three times. He was anointed by Samuel in a prophetical utterance. He was anointed king of Judah. And then he was finally anointed over king over all Judah and Israel. But it was a setting apart, not that David could be served, but that he could serve. I've asked Brother Larry to read Psalms 133, verse 1 and 2. Please stay with me.
1: Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments.
0: Aaron is anointed, set apart. He's not set apart to anoint or minister to Aaron himself. He's set apart, amen, to minister to the Lord. I really want you to comprehend that the oil is a type of the spirit And as the oil ran down Aaron's beard, even covered his garments. it was a sign that the anointing was completely to cover us, consume us. Hallelujah. Now I'm building a foundation here to tell you that God is calling this church to a place of fresh anointing. I want you to hear and understand with everything that's within me. I wanted to take a hold of you. I want you to know that we cannot afford not to have this anointing. I'm going to make a very bold statement. God reveals Himself through the anointing. Whoever has gone to church and heard a message, but then God anointed it, and God revealed Himself I want to preach to the young preachers. I want to tell you something. A ministry without the anointing is powerless. Because the anointing brings an authority. I'm going to tell you something I believe with all my heart. I have never laid my hands on a sick person And have them healed that it wasn't through the anointing. God is calling this church. You know, we like having good church. We like having good services. We like feeling what we felt. But has anybody else been changed? Has anybody else been touched? Oh my God, hear me. Because the anointing is the authority of God to cast out devils, to heal the blind, to heal the deaf, to resurrect and bring the dead back to life. I'm at the anointing. is a very influence of God. Oh, come on, somebody. I want to tell you that the gifts of the Spirit come through anointing. I'm going to be very truthful with you. God has used me at different times. In tongues and in interpretation of tongues. But I don't put one ounce of faith in it if it doesn't come with spiritual anointing. Because it takes... Oh my God, have mercy. I'm thankful that you're staying with me for foundation. But I really want you to get something. Amen. The anointing is allowing God's authority to flow through you not to bless you, to bless somebody else. Can I tell you what God, I feel like he showed me. There's coming a day if we'll move in this dimension that God's going to heal the sick. People are going to get up out of wheelchairs. The deaf are going to hear. Amen. The blind are going to see. You say, oh no, that's how I'm going to tell you. You know why it doesn't happen? My God, have mercy, because church is too much about us. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, I pick up my grandson-in-law, NJJ, the plumber. What do you mean? He does stuff for me. I just am so tickled to have him. He's cheaper too. But I want to tell you something. I I held my first revival in October of 1965. You weren't even thought of. But I learned something. You know? I prepared my little sermon, Sister Danita. Sit down and thought, you did pretty good. And the Lord said, Well, what happened? Well, didn't you hear me? What happened? What? With anointing comes revelation. I have learned, and I know you have, preaching under the influence of the Holy Ghost, anointed. I'll be preaching in the Word, and suddenly God will reveal to me something I never saw in the Scripture before because there's revelation in the anointing. If you two settle for anything less, I rebuke you. Amen. I'm ready to take you out. Behind the shed and whip you because I'm going to tell you the anointing isn't about me coming across. Oh, look, didn't he do a good job? The anointing's about God revealing himself by the Spirit. Yeah. Thank you. We must, must going to say something that you're not going to like because you shouted and rejoiced. But we must have a fresh anointing. Oh, somebody say thank you, Jesus. The authority of the Spirit operates by the anointing. The Word of God. Loads of people read this book and it's just words on pages without the anointing. But with the anointing, the Word becomes alive. The Word becomes alive. And where it says they'll lay their hand on the sick and they shall recover, I'm going to tell you it becomes alive. And the sick leave here. Is anybody with me? We must, we must have a fresh anointing the world outside the four walls of this church are dying headed for an eternity of being lost because they see no proof of God in the church well they don't look for it in the bar they don't look for it Social gatherings. But when they come into the house of God, I'm going to tell you something. God really has been dealing with me. Amen. The people are accepting and just taking for granted, coming to the house of God. And the Lord dealt with me and said, What are you going to do if it's taken away from you? In the age we're headed, that could happen. Amen. So I think every time we walk through these doors, we need to say, God, help me get out of the way. We need a fresh anointing. We need the blind to see. We need the deaf to hear. Why? It will bring attention to God's purpose in the church, and he will save souls. We cannot just have programs. We cannot just have routine. We've got to have more than a move of the Spirit that makes me feel good and makes me say hallelujah. Does anybody understand, is anybody else in here besides me hungry for the anointing? I hope that I have explained it good enough that you understand what I'm saying. God wants to operate through His church. He said they lay their hands on the sick. You got to have the anointing. Something's got to flow through your hands to heal them. I believe with all my heart this altar needs to be full of fresh babies receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I believe with all my heart there needs to be a line of people waiting to get in the changing room to get baptized in Jesus' name. That's not going to happen as long as church is about us. But if we flow to the anointing of the Holy Ghost and God operates through us, Oh, hallelujah. Y'all clap your hands. We're all in a big way about it. But the anointing doesn't come easy. You know, I'm going to confess. I have preached without the anointing. No doubt in 35 years you've heard a time or two. No one was changed. No one was moved. No. What do you mean? We've got to rescue the perishing. There's a price. I believe this, Pastor, with all my heart. Elder, I believe this with all my heart. There's a price to pay for the anointing. I told God when he was dealing with me about this. I said, God, if I get up there and it's just me, I'm in big trouble. And so is the church. But God... If you'll let me hide myself behind the cross. If you'll cleanse me with the blood one more time. If you help me to get my eyes off myself. Hallelujah. And let you reveal yourself. I'm telling you, there's revelations in this book we've never seen. We've never heard. Because we need a fresh anointing. Well, my God have mercy. With that anointing comes revelation. I'm going to be cruel. You have no right to come to church and invite your friends and them leave the same way they came. That's what happens without the anointing. You're praying for your lost kids and you want to see them restored. Well, I'm telling you, that comes with the anointing. Hallelujah. Does anybody understand what I'm preaching today? We need to be set apart for the service of the Lord. The Spirit of God, through the word, needs to flow through us. Yes. Looking for somebody that'll lift their hands and say, God, help me get out of the way. Lord. I was praying about this the Lord said hunger brings anointing brings anointing please I beg you to hear me in the name of the Lord you want to overcome you need a fresh anointing John John, I'm going to, you know, I am very cautious. But John, the Holy Ghost is saying, I've called you to be a teacher. But uh, without the anointing, my word will go forth, but it will not accomplish what I have. I want you to get beyond yourself. I want you to get into the flow of the anointing. I I tell you. Can I tell you something, John? Hey, man. The anointing isn't measured by the volume of the preacher's voice. The anointing isn't measured by how high we jump. The anointing isn't measured by our mere emotion. Uh, the anointing is measured by change. By change. By power. By authority. Hallelujah. I want the anointing. You may be saying, hey, he's been sick and haven't preached a long time. Wish it would have lasted a little longer. Well, I'm here to tell you with everything that's within me, I know without a shadow of a doubt I'm preaching the mind of God. If the body of Christ doesn't become what, my God, have mercy, if the body of Christ doesn't become what God's called it to be. looking for somebody that's hungry for the anointing. I don't want to just preach. I want the word through the anointing to change people. You know, I'm bishop here, but I offer my coattail to the pastor. I'm going to tell you, no singer. No speaker, no person, no preacher, no teacher has a right to get behind this pulpit unless they are anointed by God to to accomplish the will of God. If we will allow that to take place, we will find the anointing is not bound to the four walls of this church. Roland, stand up. I want you to know something. God wants his anointing to flow through you. God wants to work through you until you lay your hands on your friends. And right there in the hall of the school, they're filled with the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. My eye doctor is retiring. I think I broke my glasses. I better get my eyes healed. He's been my doctor for a long time. I said to him, would you mind if I prayed for you? Oh, this is my last time with you as my doctor would you mind I have news for you this old boy that takes something if you go into it and say "Hey, I'm going to lay my hands on them nothing's going to happen but I'm going to obey you're deceiving yourselves I laid hands on the doctor and I prayed and I was so glad afterwards when he said I felt some power. If we get into true anointing, we're going to lay our hands on the doctors and they're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost right in their office. Does anybody understand what a, we're going to face a judgment before God because we are not anointed? Jesus said all these things I've come to do notice there wasn't one thing about him he didn't say so I could be blessed, so I could feel, so I could rejoice, so I could shout. No, I'll come to the poor broken-hearted. everyone stand. everybody turn and lay your hands on your neighbor's shoulder say in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Lord, I don't know what they need but you do. He that in the name of your, I don't know what the need is but you do. Now you can pray this prayer right now under the anointing or you can just go through repetition. But I think somebody needs to allow the Spirit of God. I need a fresh anointing. I need a fresh anointing. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Come on, the anointing is a setting apart. The anointing is spiritual authority. Oh! I think it's time somebody gets the Holy Ghost right now. Come on. Brother Anthony, the Lord told me to tell you. He's seen your hunger, your desire. It has not gone unnoticed. God wants to minister through you. God wants to give you a fresh anointing. Amen. 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 God knows our need. Oh, Lord God. Bless my precious sister in Jesus' name. Oh Lord, oh Lord, reveal yourself. Hallelujah, we love her, Lord. Anoint this mother, amen, to minister to her children in the Spirit of God. No one should ever get behind this desk. Yes. Yes. Anoint me. I hope I never sing that song again without the revelation of what anoint means. It's not about me getting blessed. Jesus said He's anointed me to preach to the poor, sight to the blind. Anoint me, O Lord. The anointing will only come, and I'm getting ready to close. The anointing will only come out of hunger and desperation. That there's less of me It's time to fast because we're hungry. It's time to pray because we're hungry. I'm not trying to play games, but does anybody understand what anointing means now? It's being set apart. Oh Jesus I say to you that the Lord is calling us to a place of anointing it's not about us are we willing to hunger
1: Oh Lord, oh Lord, I want your anointing. Oh Lord, ha. Lord, I desire God to have your kingdom fulfilled in my life. Lord, I don't want to play games. Lord, I need to see my friends, my family touched in the Holy Ghost. Lord, I don't want this church to be a social club. Lord, I don't want this church to worship denominally, but anointedly. Lord, when I speak your name, Lord, I want to see the mountains move. Lord, when I speak your name, Lord, I want to see the broken hearts healed. Lord, you're the power. You are God. You're the miracle maker. I think God is wanting to change somebody's walk with him today. God is wanting to transform a relationship with Him. And it doesn't stay in the levels of fluff, but it becomes anointed. That when you pray, the throne of heaven will answer by His anointing. There is a call in this house from God. We've heard His voice. We've heard His preacher speak to us. The call of God is for everyone to find a place with Him right now in His anointing. That it's not just another meeting with God, but it's an anointing meeting with God. That we leave changed in the anointing of the Holy Ghost. That we leave healed. That we leave Oh Lord There's already many in the altar I'm asking everyone that would This altar is open for all that would come Find a place in God right now Lord I want to dwell in the anointing of the high I want to dwell in the presence of the anointed one. Look in my heart. Lord, I'm not messing around. Lord, I'm pouring it out. I'm all in. God, I need you. I need your anointing, God.